Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news? All right, I'll do. Sign up now and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. Mintmobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45 equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. Welcome to The Shit Show. Kia ora everyone and happy bloody 2021. Now you've just got me today, Lucy. I'm on the mic again for the first time in what feels like a bloody lifetime, but it is good to be back. For the last few episodes of 2020, Ruby and Liv took over because I was taking some much needed me time, mental health time, personal crisis time, whatever you want to call it. I couldn't function as a normal human for a while and you know I'll admit that but I am back and I'm ready to do what I love which is chatting shit with you guys. So here's the story folks. So you've probably read by the title of the podcast but today we're going to be unpacking that army hammer story. You know the one that's going super viral right now about him allegedly saying that he is 100% a cannibal, along with a bunch of other terrifying things about him that have come out recently, unverified of course, but we will get into absolutely everything later on in the episode. But I wanted to start this one off with some recommendations. We stopped doing recommendations for some reason, but I actually find them really helpful because sometimes I like to be told what to like. So my first recommendation is the book, How Do We Know We're Doing It Right by Pandora Sykes. Now I do recommend this, not just because it's a brilliant book and we're big fans of Pandora Sykes, but also because it is the January pick for the Shit You Should Read About book club. Now, if you haven't seen our new book club, it's basically a place where we can all read together, chat together. We've started a Discord server, which is usually used for gamers, and we've really had to try and get our heads around it, but it's basically just a big chat room where... And I know I sound like such a noob right now, but it's a chat room where we can all just talk about the book, the chapters. We've got people from all around the world in it. It's super fucking cool and we love having different ways to connect with you all. So for all the information about the book club, shit you should read about, you can go onto our Instagram. We've got a highlight all about it. You can go to our website. It's basically everywhere if you look for it. Second recommendation Modern Family. I have been needing a comfort show. You know when you're in times of inner turmoil or mental health crisis or you need a comfort show? Well, Modern Family has been that for me. Me and my little brother Ben have been absolutely binging Modern Family. I believe we must protect Phil Dumphy and Jay Pritchett at all costs. I'm obsessed with them. Third recommendation... And this is a shameless plug, Vogue Australia. 
the December edition, they fucking featured an interview with us. With us. Three randoms from small town New Zealand. No, honestly, it's a really, really cool interview because not only could we swear, we were actually allowed to say shit, which a lot of people don't allow in their publications, which, fair enough. Um, But we were allowed to talk about Harry Styles, we could talk about Trump, we could just be super open and it's just a really fun interview and it's something really cool that we never thought we would get to do. It keeps reminding me of that TikTok that's like, they tried to put me on the cover of Vogue, but her legs were too long. And if you if you know me, I'm five foot zero, so my legs are definitely too long to be on the cover of Vogue. So it's actually quite shocking that they somehow made it work. But yes, all jokes aside, it's really fucking cool that we were in Vogue Australia. And I don't know, if you feel like it, you should go and get yourself a copy. Ready? You have the cameras rolling? So beautiful listeners, it is time for us to jump in and unpack that Army Hammer story. Now, if you haven't heard about the recent Army Hammer allegations, you better buckle up because this is about to be the bumpiest of rides. First of all, for anyone needing to put a face to the name, you might know Army as Oliver from Call Me By Your Name alongside Timothy Chalamet and it's one of my favorite movies. Or you might know him as Ruth Bader Ginsburg's husband in On the Basis of Sex, which is another one of my favorite movies. Or maybe you just know him now as that guy that's been accused of being a cannibal. And yes, you heard me correctly, cannibal. But before I launch into this story, I do want to put a trigger warning here because I'm going to be discussing alleged sexual assault, rape, cannibalism, emotional and physical abuse and other themes that to be honest can be really disturbing to some of the ears that could be listening out there. I also do want to just restate that this is all unconfirmed and alleged and that I really don't want this to come off as kink shaming at all because there are lots of mentions of different kinks in this segment And hey, everyone is allowed to be into what they're into. It just has to be consensual. And these allegations against Hammer do imply that consent wasn't exactly a huge factor in these relationships or in some of them. So I do just want to make those disclaimers before we get into this wild, wild fucking story. So last week unverified screenshots of extremely unnerving Instagram DMs allegedly sent by Army Hammer were posted by the Instagram account House of Effie. Now, House of Effie posted them first, and they're still in the highlights section for you guys to go and have a look at. But a lot of others have actually come forward with their own, obviously unverified screenshots that have backed up what House of Effie was saying. But she was basically posting screenshots from what looks to be Army Hammer that said things like, you have to obey me and be my slave. I own you. Would you come and be my property until I die? I am 100% a cannibal. I want to eat you. I'm going to come thinking of breaking your bones. There's one where he refers to the recipient as the Michael Phelps of fucking, adding that everyone else just doesn't have what you have. He refers to the people in these DMs as kittens. 
There is one message where he asks if a woman would let him cut off one of your toes and keep it with me in my pocket so I always had a piece of you in my possession. There's just a lot. There are a lot of screenshots out there, unverified, that are showing very disturbing messages from Army Hammer. And there's lots of Twitter threads on it. You can go and look them up for yourself. Something quite terrifying about these DMs is that there have actually been a few of his exes that have come forward to corroborate what House of Effie has said. His ex-girlfriend, Courtney Vasekovich, has put in her two cents in a big way. She spoke to Page Six and said things like, He said to me he wanted to break my rib and barbecue and eat it. I want to take a bite out of you. If I had a little cut on my hand, he'd like suck it or lick it. That's about as weird as we got. She went into a lot of detail in the page six expose about the physical and emotional abuse that she had to deal with while she was dating him as well, which is something that we really, really can't look over while we're talking about this story. Because whether these DMs or some of these DMs are fake, abuse in any form, particularly where there's a power dynamic like what there is with someone who's physically as big as Army Hammer and then whose star power or whatever you want to call it is also as powerful as his. We really can't dismiss it or trivialize it just because, you know, most of the press picks out the headlines, I am 100% a cannibal or I want to cut off your toe and have it with me. Courtney said that following the breakup with Army Hammer that she had panic attacks and she actually checked herself into a 30-day hospital program for PTSD and trauma. She described a period where the two spent three weeks together in almost constant company and when they were apart she said Hammer would text her a hundred times a day. She said his drinking and drug use had led him to do some things that she wasn't comfortable with and put her in some dangerous situations. Writer Jessica Henriquez, who was actually linked to ARMY last year, also posted on Twitter, if you're still questioning whether or not those ARMY Hammer DMs are real, and they are, maybe you should start questioning why we live in a culture willing to give abusers the benefit of the doubt instead of victims. So I do think it's really important that while we are, yes, talking about these frankly scary DMs, we also look at the allegations of emotional and physical abuse that other women are starting to make coming forward. Quiet, quiet, quiet. So the first part of the puzzle was obviously the screenshots of the DMs and the leaking of the DMs and these women coming together to try and expose Army Hammer. So the next part of the puzzle is his finster. So his fake... Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news? All right, I'll do it. Sign up now, and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. MintMobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45, equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply, if rated PG. Instagram account was uncovered. It's called Destructo 96 And honestly, this Instagram account is wild. 
I do just want to say before we go into what happens on his fake Instagram account that having sex and doing drugs does not make you a bad person or mean that you have bad you know moral character but when we're looking at the whole story in context his fake Instagram doesn't really do him any favors so on El Destructo 96, he posted a snippet of himself taking a drag from a vape writing, when you realize they don't test for DMT, which is a powerful hallucinogenic drug, on drug tests. He posted a screenshot of what looks like a court order that states he has to take a drug test before seeing his two young children. And maybe it's helpful to note that right now he's in a custody battle to have shared custody of his children after he separated from his wife, Elizabeth Chambers. Um, also on his fake Insta, he documented taking his at-home drug test. He posted a photo of the cup that you put your urine sample in and he wrote, all negative bitches, my body is a finely tuned toxicant processing unit. To be fair, I had THC and benzos in my piss, but who doesn't? He added, divorce is so fun. Not as fun as drugs, but what is? And then the nail in the coffin really was he posted a video of a woman dressed in strappy black lingerie waiting patiently on his bed on all fours. And he wrote, well, my ex, for a very good reason, wife, is refusing to come back to America with my children. So I have to go back to Cayman, which sucks. Except there are a few silver linings, like fucking Miss Cayman again while I'm down there. And this led to Hammer having to issue an apology for incorrectly referring to the woman wearing the lingerie as Miss Cayman, saying, I would like to clarify that the person in my video which was stolen from my private Instagram is not Miss Cayman. I am genuinely sorry for any confusion my foolish attempt at humour may have caused. My deep sympathies to Miss Cayman, who I don't know, and to the entire organisation, as I had no intentions of implying she was actually the Miss Cayman. Now, he sent that as an audio message to the Cayman Compass. He's living currently in the Cayman Islands, I believe, to be closer to his children. So none of his finster activity says that he's a cannibal, per se, but it is quite chaotic behaviour and you can Google and actually see the photos and he does look quite crazy in the stuff that he posts. And then moving on from his fake Instagram to his public Instagram, he follows the hashtags Shibari and Knife Skills. So Shibari... I think I'm saying that right. I might be saying it wrong. Refers to the Japanese art of tying knots. It originated from Hojo Jiu-Jitsu, which is a method of restraining captives and a form of torture before morphing into erotic bondage. The hashtag has actually been restricted on Instagram because of content that may not meet Instagram's community guidelines. And then hashtag knife skills, well... That kind of just speaks for itself. I also looked through some of the accounts that he follows on Instagram. I know, sad, but you know, your girl's got to do the investigation. And he followed so many meme accounts, which is, you know, all good, each to their own. Just weird. He follows a lot of them. He follows a lot of girls that golf accounts, um, a lot of private 18 plus accounts, he followed an account called Dissy Dens, which is private and only has a link to a YouTube video in its bio, which I watched a bit of, and it's a live bondage or shibari show in Bali. It's just 51 minutes of women being tied up, basically. 
Um, he follows Dr. Harness, which is a leather, you know, garters, lingerie, Instagram account. He follows Fetish Deluxe, Kitten with Fang and Two-Faced Kitten, which is interesting because people that have come forward saying that they've DM'd him said that he likes to call people he's with Kitten. I don't know. He just, he follows a lot of strange accounts for someone that's in the public eye and everyone has access to seeing who he follows. And he follows, yeah, like a lot of bondage accounts and 18 plus accounts. And honestly, each to their own, you're allowed to follow who or whatever you like and be into who and whatever you like. But when you put all of this together, it it doesn't make a great case for Army Hammer. Why'd you have to bring that up then? The next piece of the puzzle is the old interviews and other viral moments that have resurfaced from Hammer's career. So he once told Playboy in 2013, I liked the grabbing of the neck and the hair and all of that, but then you get married and your sexual appetites change. And I mean that for the better. It's not like I'm suffering in any way, but you can't really pull your wife's hair. It gets to a point where you say, I respect you too much to do these things that I kind of want to do. He later claimed in another interview that he was actually drunk at the time of the Playboy interview. In a Netflix Brazil interview for Rebecca, which he starred in, Hammer said his dream dinner guest would be with the Marquis de Sade, an 18th century French philosopher and writer famous for his erotic work that heavily involved sexual violence. The words sadism and sadist actually come from de Sade's name. So he's always been quite open about what he's into sexually, or more open than a lot of celebrities are. But don't you agree that it kind of all just makes sense? I don't know. It's like he's been breadcrumbing us along this whole time. I don't know. And he actually once went a little bit viral on Twitter for liking Bondage and Shibari tweets before people pointed out that likes aren't private on Twitter so everyone can see what you're liking and then the last time he was trending was when he posted a video on Instagram of his son sucking on his toes with the caption this happened for a solid seven minutes and then people on Twitter were kind of like what are you doing army like that's that's weird so at this point you're probably wondering if army has responded to any of the stuff that's been circulating around him well he hasn't directly commented on it but the backlash from all these viral messages did grow so intense that he was forced to drop out of his upcoming rom-com with JLo. He issued a statement saying, I'm not responding to these bullshit claims, but in light of the vicious and spurious online attacks against me, I cannot in good conscience now leave my children for four months to shoot a film in the Dominican Republic. So he's dropped out of his upcoming film with JLo. He's also currently got his house with his ex on the market and the house price has now dropped by $800,000. So it went for sale for $5.8 million and now its value has gone down to $4.9 million. I don't know whether that has to do with the economy or has to do with this whole saga. I'm not sure. Um, But other than that, he hasn't said anything about any of the messages directly. I mean, maybe he's made another fake Instagram where he's blowing off some steam and sharing what he thinks about this whole situation. But until someone uncovers that, we don't really know. 
I'm really sorry I was having a wee. So that's kind of the pieces of the puzzle so far, or that's what we know so far. But I did just want to finish with a bit of a note about how, yes, it's easy for the press and for the media to get wrapped up in some of the more vulgar and really out there and kind of terrifying things that are shown in some of the DMs that have been circulating unverified of course but probably what we need to actually be looking at is the testimonies from some of the women that have actually come forward and said that he's been emotionally and physically abusive towards them and this tendency that we have to believe celebrities over victims or give celebrities the benefit of the doubt over you know quote-unquote normal people why is that? Do we need to be unpacking that? I don't think we're ever going to get to the bottom of any of this, but I kind of hope that the media stops being so scared of talking about, you know, kinks and BDSM and actually investigates into this properly without just writing it off as some unverified DMs. Because essentially what we have here is accusations of abuse, from someone rich and powerful in Hollywood. So whether they're too scared to talk about kinks or not, it deserves a proper investigation. And I hope, you know, for everyone's sake, it gets it. If you want to come and talk about this episode or talk about anything really, you can find us at The Shit Show Podcast on Instagram with a whole lot of underscores. You can find us at The Shit Show Squad on Facebook or you can find us on our website www.shityoushouldcareabout.com. It has been lovely being back in your ears, my friends, and I will see you for our next episode, which is going to be all about Biden's takeover. Can't bloody wait. 